Everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. And this is our very special yearly Pop My Cork episode. With the added bonus of Vanessa on bed rest. That's right. This is the sexiest episode we've ever done. That's right. Same amount of Vanessa, 100% more bed rest. <laughs> Amen. That's where we are. Happy New Year. Uh, we've got a great panel of returning guests. It's some true. of our good buddies who've done the show before, some of them a few times. And we're excited that they're back with us. Uh, we're going to be running through the best and worst things of 2013 and all of our opinions, uh, as well as some of our favorite songs and New Year's resolutions and things. If you've heard them before, it's going to be pretty much the same as usual. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a structure. It is. There's a structure. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's introduce everybody and yes. get right to it. Go. Uh, first up, this is the, the order that they are on the table, if you want to imagine it, because we would add so much. It really does. If you guys could see what I can see. Wait a say. minute, there's a table? <laughs> <laughs> that was the surprise. <laughs> um, all right, first up, uh, he plays Jerry or Gary or Larry on Parks and Recreation. Jim O'Hare is here. Say hello, Jim. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Good to have that you. That is Jim's voice. Hey, yes, He's identified me. himself, and now you know. Uh, next up, uh, she was on a show that uh, ran for a little while, Full House. Jody Sweeten is here. Hello. Happy New Hi, Year. Jody. And next to Jody, going around the table, a man of many talents. He has his own uh, chat show, which has been around for several years now, as well as uh, being a great stand-up and actor. Kevin Pollack is here. Please be seated. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm finally, <laughs> rounding out the panel, uh, he's a great stand-up as well. He wrote for The Simpsons for many, many years. He has a podcast, which you can find on the iTunes and other places, the Dana Gould Hour. Dana Gould is here. Hello, Dana. Uh, hello. I'll be playing Kitty Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Are you Adam West? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Uh, all right. Dutch angle, Dutch angle. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's get right to it. We're going to start uh, with our personal bests lists of 2013. This mm-hmm. can be anything. The criteria is pretty open. Could be media. Could be a food you like. Could be whatever. Doesn't matter. I didn't know the food thing. I didn't either. <laughs> Give me food. Everybody, redo your list. Start <laughs> over. Start <laughs> over. All five would have been food. I like everything. Cronuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn you. You took mine. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the pregnant lady to bring up the cronuts. Yeah. I've never had one. I just love they it when are. people talk about them. Amazing. <laughs> what are they? Cronuts? They're, 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 it's donut, like a donut, hybrid. Yes. Wait yeah. a second. Let me open this time capsule <laughs> and let Dana out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny because you know what cronuts reminded me is another made-up word along the same lines. Cremains. Which are oh, cremated remains. Yeah. Oh, that's ah. this is more same flavors. Cronut. <laughs> you know what? Strangely and if you get enough, a cremains stuffed cronut, you're oh. in good shape. And strangely enough, that is also on my top five best things of 2013. Cremains. Mm. Yes. Wow. Wow. And the screenplay you're writing, cremains of the day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. It's about the inventor of craisins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. Oh, uh, great. As we usually do. Um, so my first thing, and these are in no particular order, these are just five things I like this year, uh, was my favorite movie of the year, um, and we've been binging on them lately trying to like see everything mm-hmm. that's awards baity, but I saw this one a couple months ago, and it still stuck with me as my favorite, and that is Short Term 12, which I'm probably the only one who has seen it at this table. 
Um, I, I concur you are. You are the Terrific. <laughs> no. It's, uh, I want to see it so badly, but we haven't seen it It's fantastic. Yet. Brie Larson stars in it. She uh, works at like a, uh, kind of like, a, I guess, a halfway house, a place for troubled teens. Uh, she has her own checkered past, too, so it's hard for her working there. She used to play checkers. She did. <laughs> um, and it's just really, really well done, really affecting, and great performances, and like just fantastic. Where is this? I've never even heard of this. It was a big hit at Sundance, I believe. Uh, and, um, did it make theater? I mean, it played. It? I saw it at the Landmark, so yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it played for a while. And it is a sequel or prequel to Short Circuit? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Johnny Five is in a halfway okay. home. Okay. Um, I knew it. Wait. I knew it. He's trying to teach other at-risk robots about disassemble being dead. It's great. Uh, but that was my favorite movie of the year. Um, so there you go. Check it out, people. It's probably coming out on DVD and stuff soon because it was a couple months ago. that Now it takes like 35 minutes for a movie to go from like... Oh, my gosh. Like <laughs> theater to right. on demand or whatever, which I just remember back in the day where like it literally take a full calendar year to come out on VHS. So if you missed it in the theater, you really yeah. missed it. Oh, those are the days. <laughs> uh, number two for me uh, is the year that Matthew McConaughey had because he's all of a sudden doing amazing things. <laughs> There's a time where he was just playing bongos shirtless and thought he lost the course. But now um, this past year he did Mud, which was fantastic. Uh, his one or two scenes, I guess, in Wolf of Wall Street were really, really good. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club he was fantastic in. Like, he keeps picking these amazing projects, and he's very Magic good Magic Mike. That was 2012, Vanessa. Uh, and he's excellent <laughs> in uh, True Justice, the uh, HBO show that's coming up. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. It's supposed to be fantastic. Yeah. He was so not on my radar of anyone I thought much of until this year. I mean, you're absolutely right. What was the thing that turned you? The, the big the uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. It, it, it's like, wow, he's the real deal. I didn't think it's like last year. I didn't think what's his name was a real deal. And then he did Bradley uh, Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Ellen Cleghorn. <laughs> Ellen Cleghorn did not think she was the real deal. How are you not on board immediately? Then I saw her doing Oprah impression. I was like, sold. No, but I, I get it. Yeah, but you're right. Last year, same thing with him. Like, yeah. damn, he is the real yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah, so I love when I'm blown away by it like that. Because McConaughey was totally off my radar. Um, this may be a good time for my only and favorite Matthew McConaughey story. Mm, I, I, think I, I think it is. It's a perfect oh, time for it. Gather around. I won't. Um, Throw the uh, the teller of the story under the bus. He may, uh, although he may revel in it, but it's his story. Um, so he was working with Matthew uh, right at the time when the, the the two of them were starting to make a name for themselves in a movie called um, Newton Boys, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. right, the Western Richard Linklater yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Offer, so this particular actor uh, was walking to his trailer on day one, and across the trailer area, home base as it were, base camp, uh, he sees Matthew McConaughey and says, hey Matt! And Matthew McConaughey spins on his heels with two uh, gun, double guns uh, figure pointing and says, name's Matthew, good thing we caught it on the first day. Whoa! (laughs) And spun and kept walking with not a shred of irony or humor. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, just straight up sincerity. Name's Matthew, good thing we caught it on the first day. Well, there's his wow. whole personality, right? Yeah. In a thimble. Like, that has to be... You get it. <laughs> yeah. You meet that person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and move into my worst list of the year. <laughs> come back. Nope. And we'll... <laughs> but that's what it speaks volumes to the work yeah. he's doing this year. I don't yeah. think anyone had him on the list yeah. of, right. I can't wait to see what this guy does next. And if, right. and if anybody ever does anything like that to you, mm-hmm. there is only one response. What is it? Which is... Go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> what an odd thing to say. 
it's funny, but it makes your point. Yes. <laughs> and I, I do have to say, though, in Wolf of Wall Street, I, I mean, I loved that movie. I thought it was amazing. He he looks. I don't. I, I love. Matthew McConaughey, but I, he's he's slowly morphing into Bruce Jenner. Well, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> is it because of Dallas Buyers Yeah, he'd had like two cronut cents, yeah. and that okay. was it. Yeah. But they were trying to compensate for the because weight loss Because Bruce Jenner is slowly okay. becoming <laughs> Kate Jackson. So <laughs> to delineate. Yeah, no, he had lost all the crazy weight. I remember when he went on Letterman shortly after doing the uh, Dallas Buyers Club, and, and Letterman was, you know, as everyone was, aghast and sort of saying, okay, please explain immediately why you look like a skeleton with skin. Which is the opposite of what happens to women when they go on the show. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like, please explain immediately why there's so much skin on your skeleton. <laughs> you cow. <laughs> yeah. But it is different. It is, I know. Yeah. Women yeah. shouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's don't go crazy. <laughs> I don't want to bark when I look at you. <laughs> Next on your list. All right, next up, um, and uh, Jamie, who's sitting in the corner. Hello, Jamie. Can attest to this. Uh, The Simpsons Tapped Out is a game uh, that I've been playing on my iPhone for, like, I don't know, six months or so now. It's a problem you've been having on your iPhone. It is a problem, but I love it, so I can't really complain. It's it's a freemium gang, I guess they call them, where, like, it's free to download How much have you spent? Yeah, that's the question. Be honest. I don't know. Your wife's in the room. Be honest. Do you think it's less than $300? Yes, it's definitely less than $300. Is it more than $150? No. Come on. Okay. He hesitated. No, it's not more than more than 120. It's probably around that area. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we talking? What is about? So this is, is a, this is a game. It's uh, EA puts it out. It's on it's on phones or tablets. I think you play on your computer too. Where it's basically like it's The Simpsons, and you're building your own Springfield. So you get buildings and you unlock characters and stuff. And lots of the stuff is free. And like as you unlock more, you know, characters and buildings, they generate income for your town, which you can then use to buy more characters and buildings and things and it's like whatever. Sims. But yeah, kind of, but with the Simpsons. Simpsons. And, the, yeah. and the character. This is your first child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Because guess what days are fucking over? <laughs> In about eight weeks. <laughs> so, like. And Dana, as a longtime writer and a producer on the show, you obviously have already made a ton for this game, right? I never heard of it until this moment. <laughs> So the main currency in the game, though, is donuts, and donuts are hard to get, and they're not free, and you can buy them from the EA store, and they're way overpriced, and, like, it ends up being like, oh, I unlocked the Bumblebee Man, it only cost me 120 donuts, which really cost me $5 or whatever, so it starts to add up like that, Um, but there was certain promotions that different websites were doing where it would just give you a ton of content for way cheaper than you would have bought Oh, you've got to get out of this racket, man. Well, now I don't spend any money on it, because I got a hack, and so now I have everything, and it's better because I don't spend any more money on it. But uh, it's a really fun game. <laughs> sounds like hell. <laughs> really does. That sounds like hell. So by getting a hack, you are yeah. taking money out of Jim Brooks' pocket. Um, How do you feel? <laughs> I don't think you see in any of this flipping uh, coupons. Yeah, just tapped out. Oh, money. he is. Oh, he is. He's absolutely seeing money, and he absolutely knows how much he's seeing. Yeah, and how much, and, and how much you've taken from him. What the heck? He has to repost a sign at the bottom of the hill saying "Drifters welcome." Yeah. So I don't know. It's I mean, there's probably a lot of people listening to this podcast that are addicted to it as well. It, I guess it could go on your best or worst list depending on how much time and money. My wife is mentioning worst <laughs> from the corner, uh, but I loved it. It was something to do. So there you go. Um, 
Next up for me would be uh, Tatiana Maslany in the show Orphan Black. Woo! Who I think Vanessa is familiar. Obsessed. Um, Not to mention the show Parks and Recreation, yeah, where she she's did two so episodes. Good. There you go. And she couldn't be cuter and sweeter and on those she's episodes. Amazing. I had awesome. to like check it to make sure it was her. It was her. Yeah. She is. Like, she comes across, like, the most normal, the sweet sweetest. person. You know how you can always tell when you're, like, in the trailer in the morning when you're, things are starting? That's when you get to feel just the night. Just so happy and happy to be there, happy to be working, unaffected. We're like, y- y- you're from Orphan Black. You're, like, we were, like, bowing at her. She, just awesome. Just amazing. It's a great show. It's it's you can stream it. That's how we watched it, and uh, it's like a BBC co-production. It was made in Canada, made in Canada but the yeah. whole thing takes place in some nondescript city. So like sometimes it feels like it's LA, sometimes it feels like it's Toronto, Toronto sometimes yeah. it feels like it's London or whatever. But uh, the main character is this woman who slowly finds out that she's a clone, and there's all these other clones of her around that she plays all the different clones. Um, but very convincingly, it doesn't feel like... The performance like- is crazy. I'm not usually into like science fiction type stuff at all. And I was drawn in immediately to the show. And her, like the subtle differences she makes from like character to character, it's, it's like, she, you know, I feel like a lot of actors would go in big, bold strokes to mm-hmm. make it like, this set guy is so different from this one. They all just seem like real people. It's creepy. It's really Super impressive. She's yeah. awesome. It's How really old good. is she, do we think? She's 27 or something, yeah. I think. Yeah, she's young. Yeah, she's in her mid-20s, I yeah. think. But it's all over for her. It's all. Yeah. all done. Right. But she's, What's she's the name great. of the show? Uh, Orphan, Orphan Black. Black. <clears throat> There's only one season out. I think it's like... 10 episodes it's 10 not 12, yeah. it's not that long um and it's it's quick to down, download and stream and stuff bbc america bbc america distributed it yeah so i think that's what it was aired okay. on originally but it's a really cool show it's a good watch yeah Ooh, fantastic yeah. finally my last thing on my list um is uh the make a wish for the sf bat kid which yes. i thought was oh. the coolest thing ever uh, just the fact that it happened was awesome, but like they streamed most of it on uh, online so you could watch it as he went to all the different places, and it was just really cool to see thousands and thousands of people all coming together for one day to make one little kid's dream come true, and I mean, it was really rad. Yeah. But you know that he was senselessly beaten by another Make-A-Wish kid who wanted to be Bane. <laughs> <laughs> they had to make two wishes come true, okay? Oh, God, God. I'm also very sick. <laughs> that was Fozzie Bear. <laughs> <laughs> and now Liza Minnelli. Well, life is a cabaret. <laughs> we gotta stop making these dreams come true. <laughs> but it was, it was really amazing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and he's he's a five, I think, but he's in remission. And um, it's, I don't, it's I shouldn't great. count if it's I know. in remission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they should have been like, whoa, 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 wrap it up. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not almost a, dead. They should they have a phlebotomist your... at the event. Yeah. Take yes, some blood right before the event exactly. happens right. and see what's going on. Swap him out for another. Look, I could have almost died three years ago. I would have fucking wished. I'm glad it was Batman, though. We If this kid wanted to be Aquaman, I think it would have been really awkward. He, he really wants to be Submariner. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's my list of uh, five. Good list. There we go. I like Thank it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to Jim. Oh boy, I got I, I did more than five just because I figured I'd pick and choose. Um, some kind of serious, some not. Uh, it's just <laughs> personal and because you know I have to think about myself. I was happy when Parks and Rec got season six. Yay! Yay! I mean, it was uh, believe me, far from a sure thing. So it was um, yeah, huge. Um, 
And the other, I love Pope, our new Pope. As do I. My, Pope the Pope's Francis. on my list, too. The Pope is on my list. So um, great. He seems because awesome. Because your Pope, your Pope is it's on my list. Because your Pope. Yep. I can't resist. <laughs> uh, no, just what, what he's been doing, you know, just, just feeding the homeless, washing people's feet, yep. and, and driving around in cars that aren't mobiles and just eating with just the regular folk and making statements that he wants everyone to be included. The most eloquent, uh, progressive, like, oh. And also doing that, 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 like that reality show where the boss disguises as one of the employees. <laughs> yes, yeah. that was... Yeah, when he went into the bathhouse as an undercover yeah. was incredible. <laughs> that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I just, I, I think he could be a game changer. Yeah. You know, Is he equal as, rights uh, for all people? Has he gone that far? He Because yes that flies in the face. I'm not quite that. He not, not quite. In his behalf, and I am actually a practicing Catholic, who, uh, but I'm cafeteria, which means I pick and choose what I, <laughs> sure. I, I do. Um, he, I mean, yeah, would I love him to say, okay, gays can be married, everyone's equal. He'll, he can't. Yeah. I, he can't. Not in that job. He can't in that job. Right. Not it in that outfit. Change, yeah. Not in that outfit. Uh, no, it would change. It. He can't. It's well, that cer- big. There are it's certain things much. that you can't do. Like, it, the example of that being the, the, the theory of American exceptionalism, which every American president has to say they believe in, which is basically the belief that we are God's favorite country. <laughs> right. And you can't, like, even Barack Obama can say, no, nah, that's bullshit. You right. have yeah. to go, well, of course. Of course we're God's favorite yeah. country. Sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, God didn't have a favorite country for for years until we came around. And like, <laughs> I think <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's even saying atheists. We're all, yeah. yeah. You're good, he's basically saying... All religions, so basic, he's said a good such person. beautiful things. Basically, yeah. the entire theory of his papacy is Pobody's Nerfect, which I think <laughs> is wow, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's one of my very very. Did you write favorite, that line uh, by the way while working yeah. on the show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pointed out to me that that was on the on the show. Well, on that line show? on what show? The Simpsons. Oh yeah, probably. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is fresh. That was also. Uh, we have a correct. That was also what I thought. Manson should have should have <laughs> oh, yeah. Bart yeah. Bart yeah. Right. It sounds like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that should have been what Manson said. But how do you plead? Poverty's nervict. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, so I don't know. Any more That's count. where we met, by the oh. way. I worked on Parks and Rec. I was right in there season two. <laughs> you were. You look familiar. Yeah. I try not to talk to the people who didn't stay. So, um, like, Rob Lowe is out of my life now. Yeah. How could I not nothing be? to do with him. Yeah. yeah. Rashida Jones gone. Um, uh, anyway, so the Pope. Great. Pope, move on I came up with the idea that it was a Parks Department. That was me. Really? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's kind of what it's all about. People forget it was just Rec. Ah, oh. oh, you brought in the park. <laughs> Rex wow. seems fun, but park has heart. <laughs> yeah. You know, at first we were fighting the, when people would call it parks and rec. Not we, I never cared, but like some of the. Doing writers, the double It should be guns? recreation. Like, it's recreation. Parks, it's parks, Glad yeah. we caught that. Uh, parks and recreation? Glad we caught it early. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad we caught that early. But it, it, it's, uh, you know, now it, it's just what everybody calls it. I mean, even when we're going on things, it's, we're introduced from parks and rec. I mean, it's literally become the term. So, and we just love inside school. It's like SNL. <laughs> Exactly. P and R, if you will. P and R. P and R. Yes, yeah, P and R. B and D. Well, then this is, uh, you know, maybe I'm getting too serious. I put gay marriage on here also. Uh, Jim, our lists match so much. Uh, cool, because that's becoming 
this great. awesome like you all will be terribly disappointed with mine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> so, bum bum bum! Kill the gays no. and Pope. Yeah. Yeah. Hers yeah. are all on yeah. the bad list. Yeah, Jody's yeah. are all like terrible. Good. Right. Um, well, good to one, bad to another. There you exactly. <laughs> well, it really is. So, yeah, just huge. It's amazing. It's gonna you know down the road it'll be laughable that it was yeah. ever a discussion. Um, I went to my first gay wedding. Yeah, it's it is different. I mean, and I couldn't be more supportive, but it is a little f- different. I, I've been to a million weddings. Yeah, never two dudes. Um, but it was awesome. The food was amazing. <laughs> they <laughs> I did that crap up. Gay, no, the gay wedding. I have. The, I've been to one gay wedding. It was the best wedding I've ever been to. The best. Yeah, by I far mean, better than any straight wedding ever. Well. <laughs> So yeah. It's not about equal rights for all people. It's, no, it's about, about the, the wedding. Who can yeah, throw a good party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and gays throw. A good no, but I mean, it's just so, just so simple, and, and it makes no sense that it's even the discussion. But then you have people out there like Duck Dynasty, who, Ugh. you know, is a crazy man. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then, okay. wow, I put on here, even though I haven't seen the last two, I put Breaking Bad. And I based that not even on, uh, for those we had a little discussion before the podcast, uh, I haven't seen the final two episodes. But it is on the... uh, But that means you've seen Ozymandias, correct? Which is the third... I'm I'm still on the the last six. I have to watch it. Well, that's the best Without getting into detail. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what happens. Uh, You only need to know that it's... Arguably the greatest series finale in the yeah. history of television. Yeah. Oh, can't yeah. wait. As an episode. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. As in, how the fuck do we tie this up, satisfy everyone, including right. ourselves, yeah. as creative people? I can't wait. That's oh. extraordinary. And challenging. Everything about the show, was it was just challenging and surprising in, in positive ways as opposed to a throwing character under uh, yeah. the train. I forget the Holy, Wholly satisfying. Yeah. yeah. The fact that Walter White was a clone... Yeah, that's <laughs> me. What? What? Wait, what? The Jesse what? was Spider-Man. Yeah. The Spider-Man? I, that makes no sense. What is oh, it will. about? Well, that's what I meant about the surprising. When Walter White looked up and saw the Statue of Liberty half buried in the sand. Yeah. What? <laughs> you thought you had a problem seeing those other dudes get married. <laughs> what? <laughs> when he woke up with Suzanne Plachette and his... <laughs> And an autistic kid in a slow go. <laughs> it was so great. Do you know about that video? The, On the special features of the yeah, 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 Breaking Bad, yeah. they yeah. shot that finale where with he's Brian in Brian Cranston as the husband from Malcolm and Kazmarek. Oh, yeah. Wakes up with yeah. Jane Kazmarek. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's the craziest dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Thank God they didn't use that as the finale. But the show because it would have been you know hilarious, but. Wildly <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's a show that I absolutely loved every single episode except yeah. one, which was one about a fly in the. That's that so episode? funny. That was I the minute you said that, episode. I said, I bet it's fly. I hate fly that damn very, episode. Fly is very polarizing. Oh, I hated it. I just, it worked for me. Oh, I hated it. And it, it pissed me off. Like, damn, you guys, are too, you, this is too amazing to go here with it. Anyway. But, so, but other than that, one episode out of however many there were. Yeah. Blown away. Yeah. An amazing, amazing show. And all the people associated with that show are all great. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Vince, Brian, Aaron, yes. they're all great people. Yeah. There's also a video out there that somebody made where they took parts from the show and made it like opening credits 1990s style. 
with this playing this rocks and it's like one little white lie <laughs> and they take the parts where like he looks up and the pizza's on the roof and he just oh, kind of yeah, does no, that yeah, like it's, it's totally, yeah. so great right. it's like the opening credit sequence in the 90s it's fantastic you should look it up if you haven't seen it it's really funny <laughs> I'll get on it. Um, <laughs> Immediately. Stop recording. Go. Watch it. Please get on it faster than you've gotten on the series. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I missed that. What did he say? Get on that faster than you've gotten on finishing up watching the series. Wow. <laughs> You're right. It's okay. I'm farther behind than you. You're right. I... You're right. Seinfeld. La, 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 la. <laughs> um, boy, this could be polarizing. <laughs> Word you use or somebody. <laughs> Sunglasses. Am I right? Um, <laughs> Snowden. Oh. Ah. I'm a fan. Uh, I thought it was why. good. Tell us why. I, I, I think it's good that we found out what was going on. As far as, you know, and I, I always say I don't think I'm doing anything wrong anywhere. Like if someone were to tell me everything I've ever done or said has been heard, you know, other than some swear words and probably some porn sites I might be a little embarrassed by, I, I don't do anything terrible. But it doesn't matter. I shouldn't have to. What worry. about the rest of us that do? That's believe me, and I understand if that's your feeling. Um, Look, as long as you listen to my podcast and I get download credits, that's all you care. I'm about. fine. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Because the nature of internet porn will lead you to sites that you wouldn't normally look at if you're looking at topless women and then suddenly there's a clown in one photo and then the next one there's three clowns and then four cl- and then within an hour you're looking at an all the senate old <laughs> the senate thank you the senate he says uh, no I just think wow what a revelation you know I, I don't think he's handled it all really well yeah uh, but you know whistleblowers never really I mean that's a tough spot to be in yeah Really tough spot to be. He's Frank Burns, liberal hero. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Am I alone on liking uh, that he did the right thing or no? Uh, I only question motives. I I like the result. That's, I guess, what I'm saying, too. I like the result. Yeah. 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 Me, too. He did. I think he did the right thing in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, and questionably for Stalin, them. I think you could say the same. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but when you say the wrong reason, what do you think his, what do you think his well, uh, ulterior motive I was? I don't know. I just question the hell out of them. Yeah. I really do. But um, I, I like the end result. Sure. We all benefit from, from that information. Um, but, yeah, you know, want to take anything away from it being one of the great things that happened in the year in terms of of, of everyone getting this information that that this is, is going on you know i get it yeah. yeah did anyone think it wasn't I, well that's i'm maybe i'm too cynical about but, it, I think. you know J- jagger hoover was doing warrantless wiretaps <laughs> this has been around yeah since. when you became elected you know the first couple of days they show you the aliens yeah yeah and they show you how, <laughs> how we're listening any email you yeah. want to check yeah while you're here well that was yeah, the, yeah that was the old uh, that was the old bill hicks joke you know I, I know you have a lot of ideas about changing things and we think that's great we just run the film first it's a beautiful <laughs> day in dealey plaza and here comes president kennedy <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Good luck. Have a nice turn. <laughs> well, that's same with the look pope. for the new pope. Yeah, look for the new pope to have a heart attack. Yeah, but supposedly the pope again. It's all BS, probably. Once he, you know, was there, he's, he's given a letter that was given through the years that will tell basically what's going to happen to mankind. No, I'm yeah. sure it's BS. But Dear Pope. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Dear <laughs> Pope with the blank line. <laughs> fill in the blank. Who, who, um, from who? The Lord. The Lord. Yeah. 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 
Oh. Yeah, because he had stopped by. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Is that five? Things are very busy at the North so Pole this so time of uh, year. Uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, I did put discovering down the map. What's that? I think that's important. God forgets he's not. I'll I give you a bonus pick. I discovered Downton Abbey. Oh. I did. I'm sure other people have known. Yeah. I fucking love that show. What a ride. Yeah, I me too. It's a good show. Yeah, we it's got a hooked. great show. We got hooked. Uh, It'll be back tomorrow. What? Yeah, I've excited. seen the next season. Yeah. Well, yeah. you've already seen it? Yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, it's back. Oh, tomorrow. I didn't know. What, I, what I love is that it's Knott's Landing. Of course. I thought it was upstairs, downstairs, and then about two episodes, I'm like, oh no, this is just Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Which but was normally, also brilliant. I loved it. No, it's great. Normally, yeah. if I were to be, I, even while I'm like, oh, I'm going to hate this, I can tell. Ten minutes in, boom. Well, you know, it. it's always the writing and the characters and the actors for any of these shows, whether they're about clones or, or made service. You know, the, the, you either have great writing and the execution of that by the filmmakers and also by the actors. And then, you know, I think we all just want to get emotionally involved. We yeah. want to be emotionally engaged. So I apologize for a while around allegedly hip people for loving this show so damn much. And then I realized I love it for the reason that I want to love every show, which is that I'm emotionally engaged. I don't yes. give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit who, who I've stopped, I've tried to finds it easy to make guilty fun of. pleasure yeah. out of pleasure. Because yeah. if you like it and it's compelling enough, I, I'm over there feeling guilty, guilty about it. guilty pleasures. I watch Maury Povich with Baby Daddies. That is an embarrassing <laughs> guilty pleasure. You're a Maury fan? Uh, well, just when he's got the results. So, I mean, I admit that's ridiculous and pathetic. Yeah. Down Abbey, I'm proud to say it. But that's, you know, the Povich thing in all reality shows nowadays. It's just the Romans and, you know... The Coliseum and yeah. the thumbs yeah. down. Yes. We just want to be able to judge. We're that's all, that's yeah. all we want. And, yeah. and it's tapped into that. So don't feel bad about judging. But it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's who we are. It's what we're going to bring us down. Right now, so you should weird. be. Right, right, no, it's right. just so weird that a woman can be 100% sure he's not the baby daddy. <laughs> and damn it if he is. No. He's, he is the baby, and he is not the baby. Dad. And again, I don't know how that works. I he's the only man she's ever had sex with. I how does that work? And then they reveal that the baby is the baby daddy <laughs> during Sweeps Week. <laughs> that was big. Yeah. Again, uh, I don't know how you expect to feel better about yourself unless you're judging other people. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. How do you know where you stand? I feel <laughs> great right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's my list. All right, Jim. Nicely done. Ah, nicely done. All right, Jody. All right. Uh, so my list. My list uh, is some. Somewhat uh, irreverent here, I guess, compared oh. to everyone else. But well, that's I'll see okay. you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play that game. Thanks. I'm gonna cry. Wait, this, um, this podcast is a okay. comedy. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, one of my my top favorite things this year is I discovered the the game Cards Against Humanity. Nice oh, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun game. It is my obsession. I love it. It is sick. It is twisted. It is dark. It is inappropriate. It is wrong. Do you have all the expansion packs? I don't even... Okay, here's the sad thing. I don't own the game. <gasps> Hold on. Because it's sold out. I have I tr- as do I. I got two copies I'm gonna for make Christmas. No, you don't even know. I tried buying it. I've tried buying it online, and like it's sold out. And I was going to try and buy it on Amazon, and it was like 190 dollars. That's like, reasonable. They're like scalping. They are scalping <laughs> cards. Yeah, I got two sets for Christmas as well. So oh my god, I'm yeah. you know this game? Extras. It's played with donuts. I do. I do know this game. <laughs> I was curious though, when your hormones began to kick in with your pregnancy, did the term expansion packs take on a different meaning here? <laughs> 
<laughs> Everything There's is like taken There's like four expansion <laughs> packs, though. But I just, it's amazing. If you haven't played it, it's... Uh, you have she to just has it. the two. <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, I, I, that's one of my favorite things. I, I, I have a great group of friends that I can play with that are just as sick and twisted as I am. And you really have to like know your audience when yeah. you play yeah. this game. That's like, the there's, whole thing. yeah, like there's certain people you're like, look, it's racist, it's sexist, right. it's disgusting, it's so many things that if you don't really enjoy that as a humor, um, you will run out of the room screaming or crying. Um, you can also play apples to apples, which is similar. It's just not less offensive. It's in le- yeah. <laughs> not in the offensive. What, what fun is that? <laughs> I know, right? Who wants right. to do that? Apples, uh, apples to play- apples, yeah. fun to funky. You <laughs> I actually play Cards Against Humanity with my five and three year old. They love it. It's great. No, I'm just nice. I don't. I don't yet. Um, my other uh, one of my favorite things is um, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart on Twitter. Oh yeah, I want to be their friend. They're the I most adorable. Best be friends their friend. In the world. I want to hug them. They. I, I just. I love. I, I love looking at their pictures. I think it's hilarious. They. I, I don't know. It's just. It's one. Like most of the time, Twitter and you know all that Facebook shit. Like I. I could care less. I like the, especially the celebrity ones. Like it just. You know whatever. It's self promotion and you know it's a necessary evil. But whatever. I just, I love them. They look like they're having such fun. And just, I don't know. I love it. That's my little thing. Um, the Red Wedding, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Woof. Yeah. I screamed, jumped up on my couch, and then jumped off and hit my knees. I literally had like a such a, I'm not kidding. I had such an, like, an explosive physical reaction, which sounds actually worse than it was. Sounds like diarrhea. Uh, yeah. Huh? No, no. A different kind of expansion pack altogether. <laughs> my eyes were bleeding. Yes. I, yes, I was totally Your stigmata happened. Yes. Yeah. Crazy. And, um, no, I like that show. I would never, like most of the time I watch TV and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm attached or I'm into it and I'm, eh, whatever. I died. Like, I died along with You can get to people watching The Red Wedding. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's pretty fun to watch. Yeah. It's because yeah. it was like, well, I guess everyone's seen it at this yeah. point. We've all seen it. If not, no, I'm not, not going to. You know what? I'm not going to ruin it. I think it's, they've been in book form for years. Okay, and it's then, been out for like at least six months, I want to so, say, since that finale. Okay. That thing, everybody so. dies. Everybody. Everybody <laughs> I love dies. It's ridiculous. Oh, it was so good. Uh, I mean that's just that's the general thing because there's people who've read the books, people who are just watching the series. I have not read the books, I'm just watching the series. Right. And whenever you like get upset at all, be like, oh, they killed off so and so. The people who've read the books always go, <laughs> well, buckle up, get ready, yeah, everybody's gonna, gonna die. die. And I'm like, yeah. Great, I get it, but you can still be upset if they get rid of a character. Why do like, people read if it's on somewhere to watch? <laughs> right. I don't understand that. You're exactly. Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gay readers. <laughs> um, what are my others? Uh, uh, series is Orange is the New Black. I really oh, yeah. like that show. Uh, I, and it's weird because the first like two episodes, I was like, ah, I don't know. I kind of didn't like it. I'm on the second to last episode now. I think it's like 10 or 11 or 11 or 12. And I, ju- I think it's really great. I love the stories. I've gotten really attached to these women. I want to know mm-hmm. more about them. I, I just, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... And just for the amount of parts it gave to women that are like these tremendous actors that get to have full-on parts where it's not like, hey, you're going to be sassy in this scene. Right, like, right. They gave interesting, interesting stuff yeah, to so many Yeah, and just people. really interesting, like, developed characters. I, yeah. I, I really enjoy that show. And that's sort of my little, like, Sunday afternoon sit on the couch and watch TV. Though they hit the lesbianism hard... 
And they didn't and stop. sort of backed. No, I think they backed off near the end. Oh, I didn't think so. I, yeah. I'd read the memoir that that's, that show's based on. Um, and it was like 0% sexual, her actual story. There's nothing sexual that she talks about. And I was a little, I thought it was a little cheap how much sex was in the show because they've got all these great actresses and all these great stories to tell. And I felt like they were relying on... it's all on, when they're naked. Well, yeah. like how many times do we have to see people put their tongue between their fingers? We get it. Like, like every prisoner was like, ah, la, la, la. And everyone else. <laughs> like it was like the exorcist. For those, not, well, uh, those listening, she put her fingers, spread them open and put her tongue through her finger. <laughs> That's what Vanessa did. But I thought it was, I thought that was the thing that I But those I were all crazy improvs. <laughs> those were on the scripts. They were just having so much That's fun on set. having prison, a great time. Right? And all the married people are like, what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Sick liberal shit, honey. Right. Shut up. I think it's what they do with a wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of breaking it. There's nothing else it they could clean. be. That's what they're doing. It's how they clean English bones in prison. There's nothing else it could be. What you going to do in there but eat? <laughs> but 2013 was the year of like a lot of shows like Netflix originals yeah. and things that like you would just watch as a binge all at yeah. once that right. premiered on there and just live on Arrested there. Development. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, and then my last one, uh, the five... Favorite things is uh, Justin Bieber retiring because I want him to go away. Is that true though? <laughs> no, it could, oh, it could, not. it probably isn't, but I just really want it to be. Yeah. I really want it mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I like pop music. I'll even, I'll, you know, I can tolerate some of his songs. I just want him to go away. He's, I yeah. want him, he is. Would he have songs? <laughs> Apparently. All I know is he's got some droopy pants. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and he pees on people's pictures. Well, so do I, but that's irrelevant. (laughs) No, I, it just, I don't know. I just feel like he, I I don't know. The behavior is out of control. The behavior is out of control. Like I, I I just want to kind of slap him. Anyone who irresponsibly buys a monkey off my list. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't he say that he feels Anne Frank would have been a believer? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 One of his many little sound bites. He was potentially on my worst list. So I guess we could discuss it now, but yeah, he's. Just terrible. He yeah. bought a monkey. See, I, it was sort of a yeah. best. He bought a monkey thing. and then got rid of it or something. Yeah, because he didn't look into like how you're legally allowed to have a monkey, yeah. and he so then it ended up like sold to some other. Oh, yeah, there's, there are a lot. You know who else? Yeah, lives at Michael Jackson. Yeah, Elvis Presley too had a chimp. Scatter was yeah. Elvis's chimp, and you know, they, the newness wears off and scatters back in the pantry with the moldy <laughs> bread. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody want to go play with scatter? I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, he just Jones, Rashida Jones has a scar on her hand from where Michael Jackson's chimp bit her yeah. because Quincy Jones let Michael Jackson babysit his kids. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he also did other things too. Like, I read something that, like, he called this <clears throat> fat girl in I don't Australia. Know if that was I don't real. know if it's true or not, but, like, if it is, it's it terrible. Because it's better. That supposedly, like, he saw her on the beach. He's like, what are you, like, you're a whale, you're too fat, you shouldn't be in a bikini, and then she killed herself like a month later. Oh. So I don't know if that's true or not. I know a real, things, I know but... a real uh, thing he did that was shitty to somebody. A high-placed executive uh, uh, met him at, like, a event, like a sports event. Very, like, major executive at a studio where he was about to be in a movie and uh, said, uh, my son, you know, my Nephew is a huge fan of yours. Could you sign uh, an autograph to him? His name is Eric. And uh, he just signed the word Eric. 
oh. and handed it back to him. Ugh. And the guy took it and went, mm, okay, thank you. And then suddenly Justin wasn't in the movie. Good. Good. Fuck yeah. me? But it was, just, but it was also it was yeah. just like. Yeah. What a dick move. Yeah, I just. Hard to believe a guy that's had every whim yeah. catered to since yes. 11 yeah. has Wouldn't turned into a little monster. He's really nice guy. I, you know, I, yeah, I just have. He's I, Joffrey. Just, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what is. it is? That's exactly who he reminds me of, and that's why I, want, I just want to see him publicly. The only head. character on that show I like. But like, <laughs> but like Joffrey, don't you just want to hold him and say it's going to be okay? Because Joffrey's insanity certainly comes from rampant insecurity. And, a, and inbreeding. Well, sure, certainly. <laughs> and a lot of those looks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this kid couldn't possibly have a clue in any situation. Um, and uh, you know, I surround it, whether it's management, agents, or family at this point, everyone's afraid they're going to be fired, yep. including his family. So who is going to sit this guy down? I'm hoping it's this podcast. But, you know, Justin, come on out. <laughs> this is an intervention on Justin. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, it was. When he hears this, this is going to be eye opening. Yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah. amazing? Hold up his pants. He's finally going to hit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's finally going to hear some shit. Well, you know, it is, it is funny you say that because it is management. Because, and although the, the world has changed, he's no older than the Beatles were at the height of their success, but, they, but their manager was. And they were just different people. They were educated. And they were, yeah. But he like, was like Elvis too. Like Elvis had a very, you know, it's like they, well, that's a, I mean, you they weren't allowed to run off. Be an asshole. Yeah. Well, it's just assholes are born, not made. Right. Really? Unless you're born without one and then they make one. Right. <laughs> you don't think someone can turn into an asshole? Uh, well, I think, you know, listen. Uh, the, perhaps the par- I've never the, met any in show business. The parents. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> not in this business. No, no, no. I've only played them. Uh, but I think the parents uh, have to take a great deal of responsibility and th- because uh, although I was half kidding when I said that they're living in fear that they could be fired, they could easily be turned away. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and it might be too late for them. But maybe 10 years ago, they might have put some. And also, isn't he Canadian? Yeah. yeah. So he's the only asshole right. Canadian. This is the yeah. first time yeah. right. In history. Yeah, yeah. He should just yeah. be walking around saying that's he's true. sorry all the time. Yeah. Like, that's it. They're so confused up north. They're all wondering, like, what happened, eh? Right. Yeah. Well, him and Rob Ford. Who yeah. should have been yeah. on my list? Well, that oh, should, should be on oh, yeah. list as the well, he should be on every second. comedy writer's right. list as yes. the greatest thing oh. in history, not just <laughs> in this year. Ken, Ken Dryden, Gila room? Fleur, and Gump Worsley are going to visit him like the ghosts in a Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> so tomorrow you're going to be visited by another goalie. Eh? <laughs> you sure that like Forrest is not Bieber in a fat suit? I've never seen him in the same room. It's a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> it's Chris Farley's id back from the... Back yeah. From- <laughs> yeah. Chris Farley's not dead. He's the mayor of Toronto. <laughs> Down by the river. <laughs> you know he just applied to for re-election. Yes, yeah, of course yeah. he did. Are you, why he not now? No. I'm a huge fan. I'm all in favor yeah, yeah. of this uh, bloated hilarity just continuing yeah. to speak his mind at the perfect moment. Dancing a couple weeks ago. Everything he does is just, just genius. Have you seen him running into the camera? Ooh, yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have so you seen moments. the Rob Ford montage? Yeah. So good. Oh, I, couldn't, I didn't understand that this was a real thing that was happening. The yeah. first... Uh, 
like in like introduction I had was the pussy comment. Right. And then I fell down a whole rabbit hole of like who is oh, this man and how there's so much. I, I work with someone who's Canadian and so I would just make signs and put them on stick them on pencils and put them on her desk that said like I support Rob Ford and like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. Like, it was, but you know, yeah. supposedly he will win. Of course. No account for taste. Because this is Barry what, and Barry. We did well, it here. right? And yep, people sure. want to watch Maury Povich. Yeah. yeah, it's your kind that have done this. My peeps. peeps. <laughs> Great list, Jody. Good list. Well Good done. list. Thank you. Am Kevin I up? Pollack. Am I up? Indeed. Mr. Kevin Pollack. All right. Um, the, these are my favorite things. Uh, 2013. Rob Lowe's plastic surgery face and performance in Behind the Candelabra. <laughs> awesome! Yes. Yes. This is a shout out to uh, the uh, makeup department that worked on it. Uh, I have to assume Rod, Rob was uh, in, wildly involved in that process. Uh, Jim, you could speak to his level of professionalism, but my... Uh, he was totally involved. They didn't, they yeah. had, uh, he was saying he had, they had the least information about him. When it came time to shoot this, you know, they had Liberace and everything. Yep. They had the least about him. So they did have a little more leeway because they could sort of, there wasn't a whole lot to go on. Right. So, yeah, he was a big, according to him, he was a big part of uh, the look and the style. And the It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. truly phenomenal. But not just the makeup. You know, the performance behind it yeah. is uh, astonishing. And also, I think if the film were released as... Um, a domestic uh, theatrical, it would be in the top ten best films of the year uh, for my particular uh, choice. And yeah. his work in it, um, which is everyone knows, it was that was the plan. Yeah, and no one would buy it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. nobody would buy it. No one would touch it. HBO. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. I also want to give a shout out to uh, my better half, Jamie Foxx, not the African American Oscar winner, <laughs> um, but uh, the woman with the real, whose real name is Jamie Foxx. Because when I was struggling, as some of you may have, to put this list together, she uh, suggested and uh, reminded me how much we both. Absolutely adored. Uh, again, Rob Lowe's plastic surgery face and performance in Behind the Candelabra. <laughs> nice. Um, my second favorite thing is um, uh, uh, near and dear to a couple people in this room, uh, and that is a restaurant in Manhattan Beach called MB Post. Hurrah. Yeah. It is, um, we went there first for brunch and then back for dinner later. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. One of the annoying things for me is people who suddenly become foodies or, or talk like they are and know anything. I just know I like uh, tasty food. <laughs> so uh, when I hear about a restaurant that has yes. an, uh, inventive tasty food, then I'm, I'm immediately curious. I'm not one of those that necessarily has to be there the first week or month. I'll get there eventually. In this case, we had been told about it uh, a few times Um and I'm not really sure why it took us a while to get there, because um, we don't live far at all, actually, from Manhattan Beach. But finally, when what is your address, Kevin? I need to write that down. Sixty-one twelve, uh-huh. and that's all I can say. Oh, yeah, just sixty-one twelve. Okay, thank you. Um, so, uh, if you're ever in Southern California, what's the style? What is the cuisine? Well, I guess uh, um, certainly, tasty Cole, food. you could weigh tasty in food. because um, you're almost related to the. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm very hopefully soon to be a very small Kevin Bacon degree away from the executive chef there, uh, David. Um, I guess it would be American yeah. gastro. It's sort of a gastropub, but it's not like 
burgers and that kind of stuff. I wouldn't it's say gastropub because no. you do think of burbs. Small yeah. plates, yeah. Small plates for sure, but it is. Um, but are you leaving hungry? I don't like that. Oh, God, no. 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 Oh, God, oh, no. no. Okay. No, no. Okay. But also, he, he created this thing, which is the bacon cheddar biscuit. Oh, God, Which oh. immediately oh. shot up the list to, I think, the top two or three biscuits in the United States of wow. America. In terms God of bless food. those biscuit list makers. Right? <laughs> Where do wow. I get that job? More biscuits. Wow. It's NB. M as in Mary, oh, B as in Baker. As in Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach. Post is the name of it. He has another restaurant that's right next door called Fishing with Dynamite, which just opened it up too. It's slightly different. But Where like, you literally get to blow up fish. Yep. Well, <laughs> there, were, uh, there were literally people that were upset with the name of the restaurant. Blow up fish? That fishing with dynamite. Oh, that fishing with irresponsible name. I'm well, not put a, kidding. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to it because sure. in my top five worst things uh, will relate to uh, what you just said. People being upset about things like that. Um, so uh, before yeah, so you move on, can you get a reservation a, or is it tough to get in? I, I would call ahead certainly for brunch, and that would never hurts. MB Post. Uh, they've got a website and all that. Um, uh, you know. It's not that it's the new, great, amazing thing. How long has it been around? Do we know? A couple of years. A couple of years, yeah. But, um, oh, my goodness. Ooh. Yeah, a little off the beaten track, but well worth it. They have a lot of communal tables, which they kind of save for people that walk in. But, um, it's you know, if you want your own table or whatever, it's definitely best to make a reservation. But it's well, fantastic. It's I will really be there. Um, my uh, next favorite thing, I recently realized that I wasn't uh, watching... Um, a single broadcast network multi-camera sitcom. Um, The the format had sort of lost its uh, uh, interest for me because there were just too many of these uh, multi-camera sitcom forced moments that weren't based in any form of reality that a lot of the single cameras can get really silly. Parks and Rec, a great example, can get really silly, obscure, and, and ridiculous, but there's just this foundation of reality and i started to feel like the multi-camera sitcom had had just too many of these false moments um and so i i was uh one one of the um things tied to this is that i was asked to join uh as uh recurring on this uh cbs multi-camera sitcom called mom with allison janney and anna ferris and and um oh some other great people um French Stewart, French Stewart, Cordry, Matt Jones, Nate Cordry, Nate Cordry Rob um, Ford. No, <laughs> look who I get emails from every day. Oh, Eddie. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, so. Uh, anyways, I was, you know, they, I was going to go start this job, so I, so I should watch a couple episodes. And it's one of Chuck Lorre's uh, four shows on uh, CBS. Which I think he now co-owns. Yeah, he because must. of these four yeah. shows: uh, Two and a Half Men, uh, Mike and Molly, uh, Big Bang Theory, and now Mom. Um, and I, I also, you know, I I, I don't know. I just I, tuning into the, this show. It wasn't that this is the greatest multi-camera sitcom that's ever been done, but I I was reminded how fun this actual uh, format can be when the players are great and the writing is uh, above average. And in this case, not just because I'm now recurring on it, although certainly 71% of the reason, <laughs> um, I would encourage people to check out this show and give multi-camera sitcoms another chance. If you, like me, had completely drifted away because yeah. they all stink so very, very badly, uh, if, if you have this reality problem. 
or, or, or you know, reality and tell, uh, storytelling. Uh, that's Mondays at 8.30. Okay, and then my, <laughs> my uh, second to last thing is really obscure and bizarre, <laughs> and that is becoming friends with our neighbors, Brian Doyle and <laughs> Tina Murray. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had loved the work of Brian Doyle Murray for so many, many years um, as a wonderful actor and, and also writer. He, uh, uh, Jamie, you can list all the and, movies he co wrote. And his very famous brother, Jan Murray. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great comic. Yeah, appearing in at a Fires Club this yeah. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and so we, we ran into him at a. a um, I guess it was a screening of Wayne's World at, at the Academy, and um, which he, of course, is in. And I was in the sequel, so we had reason enough to go, and we were invited by a friend. So, But we, we had heard a rumor by a neighbor across the street that Brian Doyle Murray had lived in the neighborhood. And why this neighbor thought that might be incredibly exciting news for us, I don't know. Um, but we had been separately and together huge fans of his. So we introduced ourselves, and one thing led to another. And um, I remember the first time they came over, and they live maybe a block and a half from us, as it turns out. And the first time they came over for one of our parties, he said, hey, Sorry, we're late. Traffic was murder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck behind a woman who was walking a chihuahua. <laughs> that sounds just like him. <laughs> so, anywho, we've since gone to dinner a few times, the four of us, and and um, you know, it's just one of those life things that uh, I wanted to put on the list. That um, when uh, new, fun, interesting people come into your life, that's yeah, uh, that's, that's awesome. really a kind of a great thing. Um, and then uh, the last thing is unbelievably um, uh, personalized, be- and and involves again Jim here at the table. Um, this was not on my list until he walked in the room, and then I don't know how I forgot this because when I stop and am selfishly allowed to think about something like this and and make a finer point out of it, <laughs> I realize that in the one grand scheme of one's uh, professional life, this kind of thing just never, ever happens to someone like me, or certainly hadn't, uh, and I've been around a while, long while. Uh, so when it happened, it was kind of ridiculous. So I first found out about it on Twitter. There was kind of an announcement and a, and a link to a clip of Parks and Rec. And so I watched the clip, and then I immediately started tweeting, wait a second, is this real? Did this really happen? Because I wasn't sure if it was one of those things where they shot a scene and then Amy Poehler in character changed the name of the reference each time and then sent out this gag thing. <laughs> you know, your brain goes to these places. How can I justify that this really happened? <laughs> so it was uh, um, an episode of Parks and Rec, and it was their Halloween episode. Um, it was the day before Halloween and, and, sh- and also the day of the recount. Recall. Recall yeah. election that she may be thrown out of office. And so they, she was doing one of the uh, confessional into-camera things at her desk, and they were asking, you know, uh, well, they didn't ask anything, but she was answering as if it had been asked. Well, I have lots to do. You know, I have a party to plan, and, um, you know, it's not just all about the recount. I have a party to plan. And then she looked at the uh, – computer monitor on her desk and said, oh, and look, it's Kevin Pollock's birthday. <laughs> it's not just recall, recount day, it's Kevin day. 
Yeah, so what the fuck? <laughs> and again, you know, we all, for whatever reasons, the press, the media, whatever, have become aware with who else we share a birthday with. If you want to know the information's out there, maybe we should go around it. Because yeah. it's a kind of a weird, funny, and I share mine with Pablo Picasso and Harry Hamlin. There's the two, I think, yeah. uh, wow. ends of the, but no, Ruth Gordon and Henry Winkler. And, you know, you become aware of, so I, I, you know, and then the performer's ego instantly crumbles with insecurity saying, wait a minute, are they taking a shot at me? Is it the obscure nature <laughs> that makes it? <laughs> Which is why, and, 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 Kevin, I tweeted him because as that insecure actor, that's immediately where my brain would have gone. And I needed him to know that was not the case. This was nothing but reverence because then we all started talking about wonderful things we've seen. I mean, it became this love fest when we were shooting it. I still look forward to meeting the writer and grilling her about it. Um, Who wrote it? Uh, she had a very unusual name. Aisha. Aisha oh, she's great. No. She, no, 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 no. Aisha Mahari. Aisha. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah. She's very sweet. Harvard educated, lovely person. Uh, and clearly has great taste. Yes, clearly has great taste. And short, funny no, Jews, but it was Jews who have a birthday. It, was a, it was a love fest. It was a She's love fest. Best. But anyways, in terms of weird things, you know, like when I uh, hosted Celebrity Poker Showdown for six weeks and then it ran for a whole year because at the time Bravo had no original programming other than that and Queer Eye for a Straight Guy. So they reran these six episodes literally for an entire year and it just blew up and became very popular. But SNL looks for any excuse to involve their cast doing celebrity impersonations. So here was Celebrity Poker Showdown, and in fact, they did a sketch based on the show, and Jimmy Fallon portrayed me <laughs> by name and did my Peter Falk impression and a little shadow, and then all the ones that Fallon does, because yeah. it quickly shifted gears to his talent instead of... And so there, you know, there was that surreal kind of thing, but at least it made sense. At least, oh, of course, I know they use any excuse to bring in celebrities. This was as random of a shout-out as anything could possibly be. It's better than a Jeopardy question being about you. (laughs) I've I've had that happen where I've been watching. I've been watching Jeopardy once, and it was like, you know, whatever, and it was like the, you know, middle child, and I was like... <laughs> Can I call it? Yeah. Like, and then they mentioned me on Family Guy. They told totally me they made fun of me on Family Guy. Me too. That's was, a, that's oh, a, I've been made fun of my Family they, Guy. Yeah, they made fun of me on Family Guy, and I was and like people were like, "Oh my God, are you offended?" They kind of made fun. I was like, "No, like now it's like you've kind of made it once they make fun of you yeah, on Family Guy." Like, well, it suggests it that you're important enough that yeah. everyone people watching know will know exactly. Yeah. And yeah. in my right. case, it was really a slam. The family had come into the hospital, and there was a doctor rushing around, and they needed his opinion on something and they asked him a question he said yes and then he said but I also think Kevin Pollock's funny and then I you know I went from crying to laughing hysterically and, and yeah I think it. I actually tweeted like to to uh, Seth MacFarlane I was like thank you so much for the shout out I, you know I love it like, <laughs> it was great yeah Mad Magazine did a thing on Parks and it turned all of us into those mad characters yeah I was never so proud and people are like oh we look terrible who cares yeah, yeah, Mad yeah, Magazine yeah, exactly. and they're gonna draw goofy characters yes yeah, that's what right. they do yeah. oh my god I was blown away by it um, they only shot me and Vanessa out of Maury. It's really. Neither <laughs> <laughs> awesome. of us were the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Dana Gould, you're on. Good list. Uh, Great list, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. My my uh, uh, Dana Gould, I share a birthday with David Keckner and Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Wow. Uh, also. One white, one not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All funny. Also, Donna Carey and I believe Stephen Fry. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, And Kenny Baker, who played R2-D2, but you knew that. (laughs) Uh, 
many of uh, the things that I had have been mentioned, so I might get creepily personal. Whoa. Um, and just uh, to give it, my shout-out was also very negative, but it was on Larry Sanders. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, Rip Torn was saying, I didn't think the comedian was good. <laughs> and uh, and Janine said, I thought Dana Gould was funny. And, Maybe for Conan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'll, let's start off with something really uh, creepy. Uh, on January 28th, 2013, my wife and I put our three beautiful children to bed, went downstairs, sat down at the kitchen table, decided to get divorced. This is one of the and, best things of 2013. Well, I'm finishing. <laughs> let, let me finish. Uh, we just came back from a vacation together with our children. Uh uh, where, uh, as it, we were a complete, uh, functional, hilarious family unit, uh, everybody, uh, all the bones have been broken and reset, and uh, our life's uh, our life has gone on, and we have uh, a very undramatic, uh, uneventful. Uh, uh, parting. Uh, it's been. It is the definition of the best version of a bad situation. Wow. As, a, wow. as Kevin Rooney would say, it was like getting run over by an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, perfect platform for a new multi-camera sitcom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, no, we're all right. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm going to do a show about something that's not in my life. It's called Girls. <laughs> um, uh, so there, I thought that would be uh, I thought that would be uh, uh, a creepy way to start. Did, off my uh, list. This is probably maybe too personal. You both sat down and kind of both were in the same mind space. Oh, it was it was sort of like uh, you know it was it was as if there was a uh, uh, two bears fucking in the kitchen for a month, and finally somebody went. Do you want to talk about the bears? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, it was. Here's here's a noise. Here's a noise that. Was not heard in the house that night. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, no, but it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was never. It was something I never thought I would. Uh, I would experience. Uh, go through. Basically, this year I had to go through every fear I've ever had of uh, doing that. Telling my children I was doing that. Uh, How moving, old are the kids? Uh, they're in their late forties, so that was easy. All under eleven. Uh, three girls, all uh, four, nine, and eleven. And uh, and uh, I live very close, and our life has gone on very smoothly. And awesome. uh, uh, so it was uh, it was a horrible year. I would describe this year as, for me, worse than a million Hitlers. <laughs> wow. um, that's a horrible year. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. or uh, a musical. Nine eleven. Nine eleven every day. But if nine eleven was really bad. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, but uh, but here I am. Uh, so that's uh, so to that uh, you can survive things that you didn't realize you can survive. Yep. And you can yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. have and, that year too. And there mm-hmm. were days where just like, well, I can kill myself if it gets too much. <laughs> Lots of those. Yeah. yeah. So well, get too much. I just hang myself and blame somebody I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and just or just or just blame somebody that uh, would be completely ruined. Uh, yeah. Just like for no reason. <laughs> just blame them. It's. Tom Snyder's fault. He'll know why. <laughs> I don't understand. What? You know. 
dead for yeah, sure. If you wonder why I'm dead, ask Chris Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. I didn't understand it. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, so that happened. Um, that was awesome. Here's an interesting thing that happened to me. So that's a good thing in the sense that best version of bad situation. I hope your second thing um, is like jelly beans. <laughs> no, but, uh, but every, you know, new Pope I had gay marriage. I had, so nice. I don't want to, I don't want to be repetitive. Good call. Um, bring that. I had Uh funny thing happened. Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter was, uh, looking for lyrics to a Taylor Swift song on the computer and Google. It was like sexy girl or something. And Googled sexy girl. Good. Bye, childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, yeah. All done. Uh, All over. Ugh. Yeah. So um, I put on uh, this uh, wonderful product on our uh, computers at, uh, at our houses uh, called Safe Eyes, which is a content blocker. And promptly forgot the password. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> Realized now that I can't get access to porn, I have about I'm going to say 23 and a half extra hours a day uh, for invention and leisure time. Uh, and uh, but I, I I realized it was good, and then I actually started to like okay, let's that. And uh, I was just uh, 53 days. I've not looked at uh, at anything Whoa. on the computer, and uh, you lose the taste for it. And um, and it was a challenge because I'm also living alone. Oh my um, gosh! But uh, I'll never know. It was. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, the magazine stacks make him look yeah. like a hoarder. <laughs> I actually live in a. I don't know if I have walls. It's just tunnels of magazines, <laughs> all from the 70s. That was my formative years. Wouldn't Lots it be great if the password was cherry. sexy girl? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that cherry? Yeah. Uh, my dad's horrible porn stack. Oh, lowercase. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Club International. Yeah. God forbid you don't have to go back to DVDs, Dana. Digital. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just uh, did. Nah, that's not. Yeah. And uh, uh, actually, uh, uh, it, uh, it just became this thing like, okay, let's see how long I can do this. Yeah. Especially because you're single. I mean, let's give credit where credit is due. Oh yeah, no. I also had there a fear of it. Yeah, that's impressive. I didn't say I, I. I didn't say my penis doesn't now look like the handlebar grip of a child's bike. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, stay away, visual. Stay I, away. Does. Was, does it have uh, ribbons coming up? But what I say, yes, it does. <laughs> And, uh, and I had, wishes it had the ribbons. And, and, a bir- and a birthday party face painter put a little tiger head on it. Is there a playing can card? Can you uh, stick a card in it that makes noise? Yeah. Awesome. Oh boy, um, oh boy, can I? But, uh, uh, but um, yeah, that was another thing of just like, well, I'm alone. That, this might be a good time to not medicate with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and now I medicate with alcohol. Sure, sure, which is great. I do that for three hours a day now. There you go. That's nice. Um, uh, Speaking of masturbation, (laughs) the tea party. Uh, I really enjoy that the tea party seems to be reaching its the event horizon of its usefulness. (laughs) Uh, That it seems to be at a tipping point where it's uh, it's uh, you know. Anarchy is not an ideology uh, that's functional. Uh, and uh, I find the 
you know, again, I'm going to quote my very good friend Kevin Rooney, uh, comparing the Democrats and Republicans. It is like shit and the candy-coated shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a, you know, uh, I'm, I'm clearly a, a Holly, bomb-throwing Hollywood lefty, but I, have, I, don't, uh, I, I, I don't think one party's great and one party sucks. Um, but seeing the rift in the GOP uh, over basically anarchists, I mean, uh, that because of gerrymandering don't really have to be responsible uh, in the act of governance because they're going to get reelected. Uh, uh, and to see, to see a system work is really interesting to watch. You know, the, the nature of a system is, uh, that whatever becomes, uh, whatever uprises will then become entrenched and then will turn pulchritudinous and then will rot, uh, and turn on itself. And to see that actually happen, I think is really, really fascinating. The, 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 the Ted Cruz antics and, the. And the the way that they are, that even their own people are going, nah, I don't know, I don't know, maybe not, uh, uh, is great. Unfortunately, it's uh, you know, it's like the 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 drunken guy is now going to give the car keys to the sober blind guy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but I I find that uh, I find that really interesting and, and fun to watch because I am more I, I like. I don't watch anything on television with a couple of exceptions. I just watch the news and uh, I am a Chris Matthews. But, but you would think that like MSNBC would be the network that I would watch. I can only stomach two shows. I can watch Chris Matthews because I'm just waiting for him to unbutton his coat and reveal the vest of dynamite he's clearly wearing <laughs> because no one else would be that high strung. Yeah. Uh, and Lawrence O'Donnell. Uh, and and uh, the and then the rest of the smirky the the, the smirk battalion I cannot yeah. watch. I do I don't believe in the death penalty, but I would like to get my hands on the hyoid bone of whoever it was that told Rachel Maddow she was funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's funny the way Alan Alda was hilarious. <laughs> Remember when Alan Alda couldn't be funny, so he just decided to do Groucho. <laughs> Somehow managed to make Groucho not funny. Uh, it's that. I, uh, um, I wrote Alan Alda a letter when I was in college because I used to like be an honor. Oh, I'm talking. Right? <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, you know, you would write saying like, you know, hey, I'm an aspiring actor. Yeah. Do you have any advice? That kind of thing, right? And the, he wrote me back like a handwritten letter, which is great. Or like he signed yeah. it, but he like wrote it on his computer or whatever. And most people don't respond. I got so late after four seasons. <laughs> his The thing literally started with like, um, the only advice I can give you if you want to be an actor is that uh, only do it if it's the only thing that you can do. If you can do anything else, do that because being an actor is terrible. <laughs> and just like, basically, like went into the whole thing about how hard it is, and like you'll be told no all the time, blah, blah blah. So if you can do anything else, if anything else makes you happy, do that other thing because it's absolutely miserable. That's great though that he did. Yeah, I took mean, the time to write that. That's, it was. It was. It was no, I mean it. That's fully like a scared straight letter yeah. right. <laughs> from Alan Holt of it. Yeah, I really admire that. Wow. I admire him for doing that. It was pretty boldy. Yeah. And it was also a kind. It was a. It was a kindness. It he was. Thought he was doing a kindness. It was. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, one thing I watched that I love. Uh, Mob City, one of the best I things on television. <laughs> one of the best things You're on television. In it. Can I be honest? Oh, are you in it? Uh, <laughs> it, was the, it was the only time I think in my career uh, I actually 
got to do something that I didn't make. Normally, if you see me acting in anything, it's because I've written a script and produced it and then bought some vulcanized metal and forged <laughs> cameras myself. Uh, uh, I have to smelt my own equipment uh, and uh, fashioned uh, primitive digital recording material. Um, then I have to make have sex with a series of women and then we'll give birth to and raise a crew. Um, <laughs> if I do everything myself, uh, then I can go out and raise the money to have a network that would broadcast the show. So you have to wow. sell some of said yeah. babies. Man, that's a and, lot. Uh, and uh, and uh, one day, uh, I, I guess I can tell the story now, one day, I know Frank Darabont socially through a, a guy named Greg Nicotero who's a very good friend of mine, who's a, a makeup artist who d- does all of Frank's movies and is the, um, the head makeup guy on Walking Dead and now one of their uh, exact producers and one of their best directors. Um, he's one of my closest friends and the greatest guy ever. Uh, and one day I got a – and I know Frank from, from Greg just socially and, and, uh, and I guess he knows who I am uh, because one day I just got a text – I said, uh, "Hey, it's uh, it's uh, it's Frank. What are you what are you doing?" And I said, "I'm writing this and that." And I figured he needed me to punch up a speech. He was I, I get that stuff all the time, you know, to do. Um, uh, and uh, I said, oh, I, I, "This and that and the other thing." But I got t- time. If there's something you need, I'm happy to help you. He's like, well, I'm doing this show. I did, uh, have you in mind for this? And, I, you know, you have to go through all the rigmarole. But if you'd be interested, I, I think you'd be really great. And um, if you if you're not, I totally understand. It's not a problem at all. And and I immediately uh, called Greg and I I read him the text and I said, my question is, who does he think he's texting? <laughs> uh, uh, and I was literally like, Dana Ashbrook is he still in the business? Is Elliot Gould? Yeah. yeah, Dana Dana Elcare is he alive? He's so good on Dark Shadows. Um, and I said, no, I gave him your number. I didn't get a hold of you. And uh, and so I, then I went in and I tested and I did all the stuff. But uh, actually, got in the show and uh, and it was a it was a drama and. Um, uh, it was a drama when I shot it. It was past ten, so I shot it. Uh, is a drama, and uh, I, I shot guns. I. It was great. It was the, the the coolest. If nothing else cool ever happens to me, I cannot say nothing cool ever happened. Wow. Yeah, nice. And uh, and 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 uh, and the other great thing that happened to me uh, was meeting a woman named Leslie Kahn. Oh, if you know Leslie Kahn, yeah. because I did the because uh, I, I, I do comedy all the time, and uh, and I my my acting chops are very much keyed to like Seinfeld, you know, um, and I remember when I was on Seinfeld, um, I had a scene with Michael Richards where we both bumped into each other and we were both talking past each other about our own plots. And not really connecting at all. And it was sort of like uh, gibberish almost because nothing he was saying was making any – if you've ever did Dogs, Hamlet, Cahoots, Macbeth or if you know that play, it was almost like that. And I was having a lot of trouble with it and Michael Richards said, I just say the normal stuff weird and the weird stuff normal. And but it was that that's how deep I went as an actor, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I saw the pilot of Mob City and I just hated myself. And uh, I just really felt like um, 
you know, it's just, it's a it's a big table full of people, and, and everyone's talking like this. And then, well, I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it went from the, the mob yeah. to Andy and Mayberg. Yeah, yeah, it, went, it really did. Well, you know the thing with the mob is. <laughs> uh, I just and, and I, I'm the only one that hated me as much as I did. Um, but uh, so before we went to series, uh, I said to a friend of mine, a very great uh, guy named Todd Stashwick, who's a very funny actor who also does a lot of drama. I go, who did, who taught you how to do that trick? And uh, and he went Leslie Kahn, who's a, an acting coach here in uh, L.A. And uh, I went to see her one day, and we did it. We she goes, you give me a very 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 difficult scene, and um, uh, we got about four lines into it, and she goes, let me stop you. What do you think about acting? <laughs> I was like, this bad, and uh, and it was great. She said, uh, she said, uh, you're actually going to be really easy to fix because you're doing everything perfectly wrong. <laughs> um, Did you say and opposite, opposite, opposite. It was it was, it was amazing. Uh, no, my entire thought process was completely wrong. Um, and uh, we, I saw her. You know, I went to see her like over the summer. Spring and summer, I was there like three times a week for like five or six weeks. Wow. And she became incredibly and, – and during the real the, – just the toilet of my divorce, um, uh, she was really a, a really invaluable uh, coach and friend and, uh, and uh, a great uh, – No emotion for you to play then. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, why you change your acting style? Uh, I mean, why? Change. Yeah. Why I physically assaulted her? I still don't know. <laughs> uh, no. She. Yes. It, no. Well, she taught me how to really act. Um, uh, and uh, and she was just a great uh, human being to know. You know, a, a, a great human being to know. And literally, I would go in for uh, a session and uh, like ninety minutes, and we were just still talking about like, so do you, do you like this house? Don't just take a house. <laughs> um, I never had a uh, I never had a Jewish mother because I'm Irish Catholic. But uh, it was great to finally have a Jewish mother who was really like doting and and uh, uh, it was great. It was, it was just great. Awesome. And nothing funny about that story, but uh, <laughs> a really really wonderful uh, a really wonderful person. Let's end with uh, a couple of the great things that happened this year. Uh, my Showtime special, I Know It's Wrong, and the uh, album uh, debuted at number one on iTunes. Woo! Nice. And uh, so what I think is this last year was a, uh, a physical, uh, was a personal train wreck and a professional just grand slam. So this year, I'm hoping that everything returns to normal. <laughs> <laughs> and the two will, inver- the two will invert. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll be back uh, doing uh, one line on Moms where I just come in and go, if he knew our address, he'd deliver the milk. <laughs> Can you do that bigger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. A note I've never gotten. <laughs> Me neither. Bigger. <laughs> bigger, please. Uh, I, I, I know Charlton Heston never got just, big, just go big with it Do one that's crazy um, uh, I think that's it I don't Ooh, really know what nice. Good list Good list, Good list. Alright V My turn Take it home Well I also lost uh, Pope Breaking Bad And Doma Um not loss. We all shared them already. Exactly. They were already beautiful together. So I'll start with the ones that I had before. Uh, her, as 
my favorite movie of oh, the year. Oh, I've heard that's really good. It's great. I loved it. It's really good. I really loved it. I thought it was beautiful and well acted and really eerily spot on to the direction we're headed. And I thought I knew um, I thought I knew where it would go. Like because it seems like from the concept you would know where it would go. But it surprised me the whole time. It was so good. I was just moving it to dance because I, I did see the movie and, and liked it a whole 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 bunch. Yeah. And was reminded what an exceptional actor Joaquin is. Oh my gosh. And, uh, uh, and, and even more so, if you know, at least what I've been told, I haven't substantiated it, so I might be, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. But I believe I read this, that the movie was shot with another actress having recorded the yes. voice. Yeah, Samantha Morton. Samantha Morton, yep. yeah. So that is true. Okay, so he, so he acted to the recording that had been laid down by her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, good, bad, and different, whatever. Just different from ultimately what, ScarJo did so wonderfully, yeah. I thought, in the film. But the acting, and then so that goes to the editing and the director in terms of matching that performance that had been laid down to listening yeah. to one voice mm-hmm. and how to bring in th- this voice that is so, at it this point, it seems so perfect. I a mean, little like, iconic as well. And yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great filmmaking and. And other than as you, Cole, I think you pointed out the future should not have oh, high, no. high waisted no high waisted pants for me. Oh my gosh, it's really no. unfortunate. It's so yeah. unfortunate. And they're like a sweat pant material too, and they're high waisted yeah. sweatpants. It's like a 1920s meets sweatpants. But, I, but don't you like a movie that's set in the future? I don't know that they pointed out the date. They didn't because they yeah. it seemed to me they didn't. So it was enough into the future that there were a few things like the iOS system or whatever yeah. that um, had clearly been updated um, to have its own thoughts. But there weren't any other real efforts. Like, no, let's so make sure there's a car nice. from the movie Sleepers yeah, <laughs> in the right. background. And, and yeah. uh, you know. They had some, like, interesting billboards and things right. like that. But overall, it was so subtly done. And I was just really impressed with where the story went because I didn't. I thought, like, we talked about it a lot before we saw it. Like, where can this go? And, you know, trying to figure out, like, what that arc looks like. And it didn't go where I thought it, it would. It was surprising. Yeah. yeah. And the acting, I thought, was, like, you never feel like he's crazy for falling in love with this voice. You know? That was it. They too didn't, human. They didn't do a, any character assassination, yeah. which is always a pretty astonishing in a, the, the, any storytelling these days. The thing that is when you depict the future that you have to remember is that not everything in the future will be from the future. That's right. Right. You know, stuff in the in stuff the, stays around. In the sixties, people had a lot of stuff from the fifties and forties yep. lying around. And, yeah, totally. and everything old that. is new again. You know, yeah, yeah. trends yeah. come and go with fashion. You know, having well, that's why the high waisted pants, pants kind right. of worked because it was like, oh, I can see that this is coming going back, there. Yeah, oddly, and, like, yeah. He sort of looked all right in that look. Like Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt was hilarious. <laughs> like they were so high up on him. <laughs> so and he's so built. Too, well, I didn't just really notice so them until that first full body shot of Chris Pratt, and I was like, oh no, yeah. those pants don't work for everything. Funny you say that. If I may just interject, sure. uh, on the, on Mob City, where all we had very high waisted pants because they were from the forties, there was a big sign on the wardrobe trailer that said, "Your pants do not need to be hemmed," <laughs> because everybody would put them down, they'd pull them up. They should up be they go. up under your your man your man bubs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my number one, um, and then I'm gonna. Put into the roster Jonah Hill's performance in Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, I liked him. I liked him so much. He was great. I'd heard such um, that in American Hustle. I'd heard like very polarized opinions on both of those, and I fell on different sides of each of them. I didn't think that it was glorifying anything. I thought 
they made him look like a scumbag. No, they absolutely world. showed him to be in a wildly entertaining way. Right. To be an absolute piece exactly. of shit. Exactly. People were saying people it was glorifying yeah. everything. And I watched it and I was like, are you kidding me? Right. They're making him a devil. Like yeah. a Because everyone devil. in Goodfellas are fantastic people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. That's right. the kind of story he I likes mean, to tell. Yeah. Right. My biggest problem with him was like, I mean, I thought it was a really well-made movie and well acted and stuff like that too. But at the end of it, I was like, fuck, I just spent three hours with a total piece of shit guy. <laughs> and then like, if you go to Twitter and you like look up like Jordan Belfort or whatever, it's all these people being like, uh, Jordan Belfort's my hero. I love this guy. Well, like those idiots are going to take problems. it at face value and literally be like, "That's the lifestyle." And you're like, oh, that was the Gordon Gecko thing, where where greed is good became like a mantra. Yes. Yeah. and he became the hero. And same with Sammy Glick. You keep going backwards. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that in this movie, Leonardo DiCaprio yells a lot. So I actually wanted to see that. He does. <laughs> yeah. like, he does. I've never seen that He's before. He's breaking new ground. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually great. I, I, He's very Everyone's good. Yeah, He's very good. Everybody's great. good in it. I, know I thought Jonah Hill was just so funny. Away, the country club scene that's all in the same. Anything oh, my God. Is an acting yeah. clinic. Yep. Walking. Yeah. Yep. It, was, it was also like... Comedic acting. Yeah, comedic. Yes, I was yeah. about to say, like, his comedic so chops amazing. in that were really yeah. good. He's not swinging for the fences, although yeah. his, what, what he does do, which, again, let's not say, is um, wholly original and we just have never seen before. And how is that possible? Yeah. yeah. How is that possible? I got really excited. There were, like, three scenes in that movie that made it all shine for me. Of just, like, the actors were doing great stuff. I felt like the direction was spot on. And everybody was just having, like, allowed to have these character moments that you often miss in, like, everything so quickly edited now or just, like, yeah. so shined up. I really well, liked it. That was it. what I liked about American Hustle, too, is that scenes went on and on and on, which some people hated for the exact same reason. And I just found that spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Let a scene just keep going, please. Let's see what in the, happens. In the right hands of the right actors. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're working on something and... People want to make line suggestions. You have to be very careful who you take line suggestions yeah. from. <laughs> Do you have any writing experience, or are these just thoughts you had, you idiot? Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Well, good for you. That's a great choice. Uh, okay. Um, the Good Wife. I'd never seen it until this year. I've had a lot of time on my hands. And it's a great show, you guys. Yeah, tell me more. Did you have any idea? I thought it was just about, and I think this might be poor marketing. I thought it was about. I, I watched nothing with the word wife in it. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a bad year to talk yeah. about. <laughs> um, Dan, oddly, you don't need to get that close to the mic for people to know that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, got it. <laughs> um, it's, so I just thought that from the posters and I guess whatever TV advertisements I'd seen, I don't even know what I'd seen. I just thought it was about a woman that stood by her husband after there was a cheating scandal. That's not what it's about, you guys. It is a courtroom show and Juliana Margulies is so good and Alan Cumming is amazing. They bring in the best guest stars. The writing is so topical. Like, anything... I, I, I just couldn't believe how smart and funny it is and how brave their casting choices have been. Like, it's not the kind of show I've ever watched and I watched five seasons in a month like a sicko. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Real sicko. But it was so good and I'm all caught up now and that was heartbreaking because it got to the point where I, I was like muttering, Alicia. That's her name. <laughs> Alicia Florek. I just loved her so much and I started... Um, having objections to things and getting very... <laughs> I was really fun to live with for a few days. Did John shout overruled from yeah. the other the room? My favorite was badgering the witness at any reason. Because um, it's a fun thing to scream. But that show was just really fun to get into and I 
got so excited for all the actors on it because it, again it felt like they were they were choosing people that are often comedians um, they chose so many comedians on the show and they got to do great roles on a drama and it was it's it always pays off um, it was really impressive so that's a good one um and people forget that Alan Cumming is actually more of a comedic actor mm-hmm. in yeah. fact uh, yeah, yeah. in 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 Britain he had a sitcom that was based on Everybody Loves Raymond. Wow. Uh, he was the star of Everybody Loves Coming. <laughs> <laughs> I got, that took me a second. Oh, Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny because one's the first name. <laughs> well, that, I'd have to make that jump across I would have been, the pond. A better comedian would have said he was the star of Everybody Loves Alan and just let it sit there. <laughs> a better comedian would have said. You can't take risks like that. Come on. Yeah, you can. Brilliant. Well, what else do I have? Oh, New Pope. Oh, I'll add this onto my list. Um, it's a very extremely personal one, too. But in February, worst thing... Like, this year has been hell. Really hellish year. Uh, February, we lost a baby at six oh. months. And, like, early delivery, the worst thing I've ever gone through. Don't know how you can recover. And then you can recover. And um, we had so much generosity pour out. Like, we set up a fund... At a charity, a place called Home, if anybody wants to give to an awesome organization that supports the arts for inner city kids, it's amazing, and you should look into it. It's in, uh, like, the Inglewood area, and it's just, like, run by tremendous people. But we didn't know how to handle all this attention that was coming our way, so we directed people to this, and it was, like, $14,000 raised for this organization, and we went there and, like, saw that change in action, and... I don't know. I would say anybody that's grieving, if you can find a way to funnel that into something bigger, like for me, I couldn't believe how much that helped with our healing process and made it feel less like this personal thing we had to feel secretive and sad about and more like, I don't know. I, and I ended up getting a lot of, I was open with the whole thing because women often don't talk about any of this kind of stuff. And I ended up like getting all these letters from women and connecting and it's, it's tough to be a lady and it's tough to lose a kid and all those things. But now end of the year, I'm seven months pregnant and it's been a traumatic pregnancy and now I'm on bed rest, but the baby's still in there. And I feel like this whole year has been such a lesson in generosity and gratitude and like, has put everything in check in terms of our own ambitions and what's important. And like, you can look at yourself at the end of the day and what you stress out about. And I feel so embarrassed about some of the things that I've let get to me over the years. Like, I feel like I, I grew up a little in this year. Well, to that end, I think most importantly, do you have a plan to get rid of the baby weight? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to be back All in a bikini immediately. Yes. Yeah, because you're looking really fat now. No, I, I know. So... I, in this midsection, especially. Because yeah, I like look at out. what it's done to my Kim. <laughs> to my, <laughs> my Kim K. And she I looks just better than kill ever. That, I want to kill that baby <laughs> for what it did to Kim Kardashian's body. <laughs> Is it just me, or but when you said uh, the baby still that picture with a sonogram of like that photo of the cat holding <laughs> <laughs> the chin up bar? Hang in there. Hang in there. Yeah. Hang in there. Oh, don't go, don't worry, guys. I'm Funny look story. So good. Forty-three cats were killed before they got the photo they liked. <laughs> it's right out of frame. There's just a pile of dead kittens. <laughs> Because a knee-deep pile of dead kids. Yeah. 
way at all. It's not realistic. For, for no reason, over a smelting pot. <laughs> For no reason at all. Over an open kiln. They got they got it in the first shot, but Kubrick liked to do 49, 50 takes. So they got it right. Yeah. Well, good job, guys. Good list. Good list. And we'll be back on a very unpositive note with our worst thing. Get ready for a snark fest. I'd like to thank the woman in my life <laughs> for keeping my watch on my wrist. <laughs> Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.